I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. Elmery Maw and Connor Tallon with you here. And this morning, despite the tremendous musical guests we have, we're celebrating the music of the movies in honour of tonight's Oscars. So kicking off the hour, that one is taken from the soundtrack to the film The Artist, music from Ludovic Bors. Yeah, all the bright stars of the screen will be in Hollywood tonight, including our Irish nominees, and we'll be looking at those in a while. But our next guest this morning is a singer from from Cork, who's now touring the States as a member of one of the biggest shows in the world. Her name is Myrna Nomani. She's from Ballancolic and she's currently on tour with Celtic Woman. Elmarie had a chat with her during the week to find out how she's getting on with the tour and how she's coping with the enormity of being catapulted before some of the biggest audiences in the world. You're not just touring with a show, you're touring with one of the biggest shows in the world. (laughs) You know, like Celtic Woman is this huge phenomenon. And to be part of that family for part of your career is such a thrill. When did you first get the call to become part of the team? Come here to me, I've been pinching myself (laughs) since the day I found out that I got it. It sounds like so cliche, but particularly as like a, a... performer singer growing up in Ireland kind of Celtic woman has always been I suppose a benchmark in terms of like where I was like would love to see my career going but you never really kind of consider that it could ever potentially happen so I I did a concert I was really really lucky to do a concert with Susan McFadden and with the RT concert orchestra and she was kind enough to suggest that I should maybe get in contact with Celtic Woman and and she thought that my voice type would be kind of suitable for it. So around May last year, I had sent an email and and sent across some videos and stuff like that. And then they wanted to meet me in person. And so I flew home to Ireland, did my 14 days isolation, did the PCR tests, everything else that was required and eventually got in front of the team. And it, it honestly was just an absolute whirlwind from there I think about a week later I found out that I had gotten the job and then I think about three weeks later we were in the recording studio in Dublin recording the Postcards from Ireland album and then which I kind of was just you kind of almost have to just ride the wave because I think if I thought about it too much I would have absolutely fallen to pieces but following that then about another maybe three weeks after that we were filming around Ireland for the PBS special so it has it has taken until really I would say the last month since we've been out on tour for me to really actually believe that it's been happening because yes. obviously there's been quite a bit of time since I found out that I got the job which was last June um, and I we had the filming and the recording and stuff but I think it's now that we're out kind of on tour getting to spend so much time with the girls and the band and the dancers and everyone just on on the team has really made me feel like I'm I'm actually becoming a part of it which is which is really special and as I say it has been a pipe dream for so long so to now say that I'm actually a part of it is it doesn't even feel real to me still. And it's funny you know because with Covid obviously you went down the recording element of it first so it's it really is only now that you were a month on stage a month on tour that you're getting a chance to feel what it's like to be part of this huge phenomenon. Absolutely absolutely and do you know what's so incredible and I was only speaking about this recently like you can travel the length and breadth of Ireland in like what six to eight hours yet there's such a huge connection to Ireland here in the US that I don't think I ever really 
considered before like the reactions from the audiences mm. it's such a such a huge love for Ireland and Irish culture and music and art and everything like that it's really really beautiful to kind of even be a part of that. But people also make a very special connection with each singer and performer in Celtic Woman, don't they? I mean, I imagine, I know across America, you have people who would have been devoted fans ever since the girls were first put together and who for each group of girls or individuals who have come and joined have sort of adopted them into the Celtic Woman family and all that sort of thing. So what's that that like to be inside that now? (laughs) Actually, it's quite, I think initially when I when I joined the group, I was really overwhelmed by it because it's just not something you kind of ever really consider. But the, the fan base for Celtic Woman, as you say, is so longstanding. And we have one of the original members with us now, Chloe Agnew. So she's um, back with us touring now. And there's people who are coming to the show who are kind of, we have um, some of the shows, we have meet and greets beforehand. Mm-hmm. And some people are coming to her saying, I've I've been following you since you were 14. And so, yeah, to kind of be part of that like lineage now is, again, something that I don't think I fully considered, but particularly the kind of the super fans of, of Celtic Woman have really just like been so incredible and lovely and really welcoming as well. And it, and it is like a lot of the fan bases have have created almost like a little camaraderie and family amongst themselves as well, which is really beautiful. But you're so right. It's, it's kind of the whole kind of ethos, I think, behind Celtic Woman is that each of the women have their own kind of individual persona and and their kind of individuality that they kind of bring to the group. So um, to kind of like be able to do that and have kind of some bit of artistic license there as well is really special. And I just hope that people receive me as well as as all of the rest. Um, but as I say, everyone has from the fan bases have just been so welcoming and and really the support has been incredible. Now, before we carry on talking about uh, touring in the States and filming around Ireland, for people who don't actually know you, Maureen, tell us a little bit about your journey from... I don't know, the stages of Fesh Matthew to the stages <laughs> of the States. Where what, what did you do? Yeah, very much the stages of Fesh Matthew, very on the nose there. <laughs> um, so I I suppose I was born and raised in Cork in, in Ballancolleg and went to um, Closh Column where I had some fantastic music teachers there and was always just very kind of music orientated and huge affiliation with kind of musical theatre. And then I started studying classical singing with the incredible Mary Hegarty in School of Music, where I did my BMOS degree. And then following that, I suppose I just really fell in love with with musical theatre kind of along mm-hmm. the way. And I kind of said to myself, look, if I don't take this chance I'll, and see an audition for some colleges in London, I just kind of wanted to see if it was even you know within the realms of possibility so I kind of said to myself look I'll go for it and see never really thinking that I'd actually get in anywhere but um so I auditioned for some colleges and I got accepted and I ended up going to the Royal Academy of Music in London where I did a master's in musical theatre and I think it wasn't really until then that I kind of was like okay I'm committing myself to the grind and it it very much is a grind of pursuing performing and and singing and so I've been graduated from there five years now and I've just been so fortunate to be working between the UK and Ireland just met some fantastic people along the way who really kind of guided me along the way as well and did some shows in in the Cork Opera House as well and eventually I was recommended to do by fantastic John O'Brien as well who I, I always Thank and like I say himself and Mary Hegarty and, and so many of, of these like Cork great mentors and teachers have just played such a huge part in, in my journey um, and I ended up 
working with the RTE Concert Orchestra. And I think from there, that was kind of a pivotal moment for me where I got to kind of, I suppose, step into that world of, you know, working with an orchestra and kind of really considering myself as, you know, a, a singer as such, because I had obviously done my training a lot then as well in, in mm. straight acting. And it was kind of always, it was kind of like a juggle between the two, the two kind of professions. But um, once I started doing the, that concert work, I think I really started to kind of find my feet. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, kind of, kind of <laughs> I have to say, I love the fact that you gave everyone a shout out from Colosh to Cullum onwards. I mean, I know, <laughs> you know, you're, you're lucky, you're, you are right. Schools like Kalosh Tukulam in Ballincollig have a fantastic history and tradition of school musicals. And I know places like um, Presentation in Ballyfehan, also a huge musical school. I know the convent in Bandon, again, another school that does huge, huge school musicals and out of which Absolutely. careers have been born. But then, of course, obviously, Mary Hagerty. My God, she is so proud of you, isn't she? Is it one oh, of your, your teachers and mentors here. and a champion, <laughs> a champion of your career. But what tickled me there as you were talking was that even though you had done all of this and done all your training and gone to London and qualified and came out that it was only just then I mean it really is a huge kind of psychological journey isn't it as well to say okay this is it I am committing to the endless auditions Yeah, this is it now am I glad that whatever work you did with John O'Brien and everything made you consider that this definitely was the path to stick with I mean like look at the sort of life experiences and everything that you're having now (laughs) having said that I suppose Again, this particular tour in America, is, is it a, a bit more constrained than you would ordinarily be with kind of COVID restrictions? Because I imagine being on a tour like that now, going from state to state and performance to performance, that you would have some downtime in between during which you would ordinarily hope to be able to do a bit of sightseeing and travelling. And is there room for that now? Or do you kind of still have to sort of semi-cocoon in order to keep the show on the road? Um I think it is a little bit more constrained than we than we ideally would love it to be. Um, to be honest with you, our schedule is so hectic and full on that I think even if there were no restrictions, I don't know if we would have had a huge amount of time to do much anyway. We're kind of on a six shows a week schedule. And so by the time Monday rolls around, which is our only day off, we're kind of a little bit like if I leave the hotel room, I'll be I'll be lucky today. But mm. we are we're taking every precaution um, possible. We're all so we just feel absolutely haunted to even be a month into the tour now. And and thankfully, I'm touching wood as I say this, there has been no um, casualties, but we're we're testing every second day. Everyone's masked. We're bubbling kind of amongst ourselves. Yeah. And, you just got and, to. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's and, part, you know, I suppose it goes along with any professional performance job at the moment, doesn't it? You know, every single show yeah. depends on every single individual, and it's, it, it is kind of Absolutely. that way. We all know what it's like to be out of work for the for the best part of I know. two and a bit years. <laughs> so we're kind of we're we're kind of like whatever you need me to yes, do, yes, I will do yes. it, and we will be fine. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, before you went off, you did mention, of course, filming and recording. And yes. filming for, you know, a PBS special to be broadcast all across the States is a huge, huge thing. Tell me what that was like, because again, it was probably a surreal feeling for you to be, you know, walking around and singing. But I I saw one or two of the videos of it and, you know, you have your beautiful concert dresses and I'd say your wardrobes are unreal. What was it like doing those kind of, you know? It's another thing that I actually, maybe it'll take even another couple of years for me to look back on and kind of even be like, oh my God, that was amazing. Because... I can't tell you. So it was about three weeks, maybe even a month um, after I found out I got the job. I was in the recording studio in Dublin. Me never having set foot in a recording studio in my life. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, and it, just even seeing kind of like a sound desk and seeing the recording studio mm-hmm. just is only something that I myself would have seen on like TV or something exactly. like that. So yeah. that, that for one was just insane. And it was honestly the most enjoyable experience. I was terrified going in. But the minute I was in there and the team that was around us, just so supportive and just being able to kind of get back doing what we love. I just it kind of I was surprised at how I suppose comfortable and how kind of I just really fell into it and embraced it. But I think it genuinely was because I was just so grateful to be to be back doing what I love doing. But and recording then, singing is, is such it's, it's even more of a pressure nearly than a live concert in some respects, because you're trying to get everything perfect and any sort of, um, you know, that breath in between beats that happens in a live performance, there's no room for that in, in a recording. Yeah. Like, so were you all in individual booths or were you allowed to go together with screens between ye? This is something that we were like really proud of, I think, is that all of this was still essentially done in a lockdown period. Um, so we actually uh, had to record all of our vocals individually. So I didn't actually so really tough. meet the girl. Yeah, oh, and I, wow. so I didn't really properly meet the girls until we had had a, a lunch at one point, but we didn't properly get to kind of spend time with each other until we did the two weeks of filming around Ireland, which I can't fully describe. We had two weeks of blazing sunshine, <laughs> which 
<laughs> never happens. So we were like, I think when they when they decided to kind of do this as as a project, they were doing. Okay, they said, okay, two weeks of outdoor filming, and everyone was like, never going to happen because it'll be raining. It'll be, it won't be possible. And there wasn't a day that it wasn't blazing sun, and it was just we got to go to like there were some places I'd never been to myself. Um, <laughs> I love it <laughs> and throughout Ireland. It was amazing, and because yeah. because like obviously there wasn't a huge amount of tourists around. These places that would usually be thronged with people was just completely empty, and we had the places to ourselves, and it was just it was magical. Like we were in hair and makeup at like two a.m. in the morning. And we would be on site for like 5 a.m. ready to film at 6. So you get the sunrise and like you'd be in your hair. You'd be getting like eyelashes stuck to you at 2 a.m. thinking, why, why do I have to have makeup on at this hour? But then when you see the finished product of of the sunrises and and just the filmography and everything like that was just absolutely stunning. And it just made it all worth it when we got to see the final product. Where was your most um, special sunrise? Because I imagine for you, particularly for the first couple of days, that's a kind of a whirlwind and there's pressure. You know, the cameras are on you. They're tracking. You're walking. You're singing along with the tracks, which I presume are playing mm-hmm. on speakers all around you so that you have to yeah. sing with it in order to synchronise everything for all the different shots mm-hmm. and then go back up and walk down and do it again and film from another yeah. angle and then back up and walk down and do it again. Like from what, it's, it's, it's laborious and it takes such a long time. So at what point in the filming did you actually breathe and get a chance to look around and say for yourself, wow, this is beautiful. Look where I am yeah. singing. Do you know what? There actually wasn't a day, there wasn't a day that we took for granted, I think. And it just is a testament to the the people that we are surrounded by constantly here and even on the tour I know I've said it a couple of times but we're like just the team of people are absolutely incredible but I think for me in terms of like just a real uh, surreal moment we were in the burn in County Clare and we were up at 2am doing hair and makeup and it was torrential rain and we were kind of thinking why are we doing this like we're not going to be able to film come 6am because it's going to be too wet like we were in our full dresses everything like that so we were like we're not gonna be able to go outside so we we just kept trucking on we got our makeup hair and done and we got we're on the bus going to the burn and I swear to you when I say I was first out to film my section and I was about to step off the bus and the rain just stopped and this like blazing sun started to come up and because all of the you know it's like really kind of like galactic kind of um stone structures around the burn yeah. and which were all covered in rainwater so it was like reflecting the sun and it, it was just really kind of like someone was looking down on us that day that morning because it like it was torrential rain and the second we went to start filming it just stopped and this like amazing sun came up and it was just I think it actually added to the overall effect of the shooting for that it was Misha Air I think we were recording oh, at that time golden yeah it was fast. Stunning. It was literally a yeah. golden hour. Like. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like speaking yeah. of, you know, Misha era, I know as a, a quartet, you sing and play different songs together, other songs where each of you takes a lead and you have others then where you sing solo. So do you have a choice about that or do you fall into a programme that's already devised? What are you singing solo and what are you loving? Yeah, I think I think there's some long-standing pieces from Celtic Woman, so like The Voice, Dulaman, like there's some songs that that will always be a part of the show. And and I came in in replacement of of the incredible Maraid Carlin, who would have sung Dulaman in previous shows. So in some ways, you're kind of handed down the songs, which is actually kind of beautiful because it's almost like you're kind of 
taking the torch on from from the last um, person. But in terms of the new album, we were given these songs, my my solo being uh, Down by the Sally Gardens. But in terms of the artistic license, then it kind of really was a fantastically kind of collaborative experience, um, which is so gorgeous to kind of have that input on songs that... I mean, I, I think I learned Down by the Sally Gardens on the Tin Whistle when I was in like second class or something. So it was kind of like a, a full circle moment. In what school? Where'd you go to school? I went to Guelph School Rudon in Ballancolig again. <laughs> Mahu. So, but isn't that lovely? That's lovely that you have that kind of sense still of personal creativity and fulfilment and autonomy rather than simply being that you have to complete yeah. the song in this style and sing it that way that you were allowed as a performer in your own right to bring yourself and bring your own interpretation as well within this massive show, which is really lovely, I think. Yeah, and I think that kind of is what makes Celtic Woman so special. And as I I kind of touched on it there, is kind of the individuality of each person, like each of the singers, each of the dancers, the band members have kind of, everyone has their own kind of persona within the show, which kind of I think makes it really just varied and and kind of an exciting um, performance experience. Where are you right now and where is next on the tour schedule? <laughs> You're lucky you asked me today because it was a few days back along where I was like, I don't know where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're in we're in Philadelphia at the moment. So we have we started in Florida, kind of made our way up through like North Carolina into New Jersey, New York. Um, and we have come back down kind of through Virginia and we're heading onwards to uh, Massachusetts tomorrow. And how long is yeah. the tour ahead? So we are out until the beginning of June and then we have about a two months break. Then we have some shows in Derry actually and also in the INEC in Killarney in August time. So that'll be the Postcards from Ireland show as well that we're kind of just t- and it's the first time actually Celtic Women have performed in Ireland in a long time so it's really exciting to get back there. And exciting yeah. for all your friends and your family and everything like that to be able to see the show in Ireland and not just Absolutely. have to buy tickets to go and see you in Boston or wherever. Yeah, no it actually is it's really really special and I even have friends coming from the UK and uh, of course friends from school now who are kind of all organising to go to the one in INEC which is yeah you're so right if that hadn't been happening I'm not sure would they have had a chance to see it so it's it's I'm really really looking forward to those. Maureen it's just so thrilling to see your success and the joy that you're taking in it all it really is fantastic and I hope you just have the most wonderful wonderful remainder of the tour continued success to you and we'll be following along every inch of the way. Thank you so much Henry it's been such a pleasure to chat and so lovely to actually reminisce on so much of it I think it's been like kind of I'm barely even thinking about putting one foot in front of the other at the moment. So to actually get a chance to actually reflect on it and even think about how, how we came to be here in the first place is just lovely to do. Mind yourself, Warren. Take care. Take care. Lovely to chat. She said as long as there's no price on love, I'll save. And you the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.